In 2020, I did 30 transactions, just me, myself. I brought two more people onto my team in uh, April of 2021. And from April of 2021 to the end of the year, we did 70. So the question is this, how do most agents find the secrets to succeed in today's competitive real estate market, especially when the top agents are keeping those secrets to themselves? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. Hi, I'm Aaron Amuchastegui, and welcome to Real Estate Rockstars. Recording in progress. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Amuchastegui. Today, I get to interview Courtney Hatfield. Courtney is the owner of the Home Court Group, right? The Home Court team out in Akron, Ohio. The, uh, she's been listening to the podcast. We've already we've also been messaging each other on this Instagram and following along in that social media world. So I bet today we're going to talk a little bit about social media. Courtney, how's it going? Hey, it's going well. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I have to tell you, I was listening to Real Estate Rockstars on my way to my real estate classes in May of 2018. And what I said to myself one day, I'm going to be on the podcast. And here we are. And here we are. That is uh, that gives me chills. Courtney, I get a little emotional whenever I get to hear those stories. The uh, that is uh, that's why all of us like doing the podcast, right? And the and somebody listening right now, Courtney, is driving to their real estate class, and somebody is like thinking about the same thing. And so somebody today is going to have that same dream. And uh, and if you're listening, I can't wait to interview you in two or three years as you think that. about this journey. So so Courtney, so back you're just saying like 2018 is when you were taking this. Yes. Is that when you got your license? That is, I got my license July 3rd of 2018, day before uh, 4th of July. And so I had a lot to celebrate because I passed it on my first try, which I was really proud to do. Uh, It's not so easy here in Ohio. And I got started right away. My family, my in-laws actually owned a brokerage at that point. And I just dove right in with them. I am no longer with my in-laws brokerage. Only reason being the broker passed away, my husband's uncle. So that's when I was kind of put up against a wall and said, you know what, I need to find somewhere that supports the values that I have and the culture that I want to build a team on. And that's how I ended up at McDowell. Wow. How long were you in real estate before you had to, before all that happened and you switched teams and everything? He passed away. It was um, five months actually after I got my license. Wow. So, so yeah. That's pretty quick. So you, yeah, yeah. You're, you're getting started and then all of a sudden it's, had you done any deals yet by that time? I had three. Okay. Yep. So and, but I was just, you know, going with um, him to showings and to open houses and really grinding every single day, learning everything I could from him. So I took a lot of knowledge away from that. And then I took kind of my entrepreneurship spirit and I was like, well, you know what? We got to find a brokerage that supports this launch a team. And here we are. And now you're there. How did you get your first three deals? Sphere. Okay. They were all my sphere. I, um, and now I would say a lot, they all came from social media, just people from high school and, um, my husband's friend from college, actually. Uh, they all did come from social media and social media though, wasn't as big even in 2018 as it is now. People didn't use it for business, but I had always promoted myself on there. 
So 2018, less people are using social media. And was it as, it was as simple as just telling people, hey, I'm an agent now? Yeah, actually, I also went through every single person on my friends list and I messaged them, every single person. What did that message say? I said, hey, I'm not sure if you saw, but I just passed my real estate test. I'm working for um, my husband's brokerage and my husband's family's brokerage. And I would love to help out if you need anything. Added my phone number, added a picture of me. I was holding my little certificate for passing my classes and I sent them that. And I ended up having, you know, those three people reach out over the next few months. Dude, and off to the races, like listen, yeah. like listeners listening right that that is a, that's totally free, right? That's a total, yeah. it, will not, it will not cost you anything. It'll maybe take you a day or two, depending on how many, yeah. friends, how many friends you're out there with, but it's like, it's, it's combo, right? You're getting to celebrate mm -hmm. something. Like, I think that's so brilliant. Like, here's a picture of me passing my test. Like, Hey, yeah. I just celebrated this moment. I'm excited. So I want to tell you about it. And if there's anything mm -hmm. I can help you with, like the, um, I think the picture probably helps set that apart. I've heard a lot of, I love, I love it when people are like, no, I, I got my first few right away from sphere and social media. Cause there's yeah. so many formulas and I, and you, you have a very clear one there. Yeah. I, yeah, I definitely say that that set me apart. I had, you know, some people reach out and be like, congratulations. And then I never heard from them again. And yeah. some people reached out and were like, oh my gosh, good for you. We're going to call you soon. So, and then I would obviously follow up with those people. Even to this day, I follow up from those messages. Yeah. What's real estate like in Akron right now? It's crazy. There's really nothing on the market, but we still have hordes of buyers. The inventory is so low here. And then, um, you know, a house hits the market and we have multiple, multiple offers. I think it's that way everywhere right now. Yeah. What's your average price point up there? It's between, it's about 225. Okay. So 225 for the, for the prices. How many deals did you do last year? Yeah. Last year we did 70 transactions. Okay. And so my, in 2020, I did 30 transactions, just me, myself. I brought two more people onto my team in uh, April of 2021. And from April of 2021 to the end of the year, we did 70. Wow. And so, and you had about 18 months of I'd say like normal real estate, but maybe yeah. not, right? Because your first six months, because you had six months of learning and then all of a sudden yeah. you had to change everything. Yeah. And, and you had 12 months, what we'll call like PC, right? Pre-COVID, pre-craziness, yeah. pre-whatever, right? Mm -hmm. And then the market shuts down. I don't think I've interviewed anybody from Akron since 2020 to get to here. So what was it like yeah. here? Like, did the world shut down in April? Did anybody still do real estate? How did you yeah. set yourself up at that point? we were very fortunate that we were considered essential workers still. And I, truly, I don't think that I even slowed down a notch at all. You know, we just masked up and went out and still looked at houses and a lot of things, getting used to doing um, things virtually, virtual showings. I did a ton of virtual showings. I still do. People still request virtual showings right now. And just doing title work, you know, not in person, getting used to those changes, but really nothing slowed down. Yeah. So you couldn't be there with the buyers for part of it. So you guys got to stay, stay strong. And so right now, are you doing mostly, so most of your leads are social media? Is it mostly buyer leads? Is it mostly seller leads? So as of last year, we were 50% buyer, 50% seller. And honestly, it was 50% uh, from a lead source and 50% sphere. 
and so social media. Yeah. What do you think the best lead source is out there? Or if some, if somebody's trying to get started, what would I, what ideas would you give them in, in that? Honestly, I really am liking, we are part of the market VIP program with realtor.com. Okay. And it comes, you get text leads coming to your phone through op city, the op city app. I yep. don't know if you've heard of that. And, um, you just claim them and then somebody calls, it's a live transfer, it's already warm, it's already been scrubbed. Yes, they have an agent. No, they don't have an agent. This is where they're looking. This is what they want. And they just connect you on the phone. That's probably my favorite. We also belong to a Zillow Flex program. Yeah. I don't not like it. We still get good leads, but with Zillow, we do have to pay that referral fee out. Yeah, it's like a different fee. I uh... Yeah. I love that strategy, right? So because so many people that are creating um, organic social media type buyers, most of the time that's as, that's as a buyer's agent. Because mm-hmm. most of the time it's somebody buying their first house. Because if somebody had a great experience buying their first house with somebody, usually they're listing with that person later. Yes. So mm-hmm. the, the social media, you don't get quite as many listing leads unless somebody's like totally an investor from somewhere else or they inherited the property. Like I. Yeah. I posted a, a, a thing on my social media a few minutes ago. I need a, I need a real estate agent in Wichita Falls. So I'm like, all right, who do I know in Wichita Falls? I yeah. got an investment up there. I need to sell it. So that's going to be a listing lead for somebody, right? When they reach back yeah. out. Um, but and they, a referral for you. Yeah. And it's like the, it, and so it, it's really quick, like who's out there for listing, but most of the time it's on that buyer side. So the, so you're organically creating buyers and then you're using the lead sources Op City is a really cool business. I toured the Op City office. It's right by the Austin airport, or it was. I toured it in 2017 and going through that office. And one of the guys that used to work there works for me in one of my other businesses. But I toured it when it was a startup. Realtor.com wasn't affiliated yet. And I mm-hmm. thought it was so brilliant because they were calling these leads and they would get people and they would like qualify them and make sure they were real. But then as soon as yeah. they were real, they would uh, they put them on the phone with somebody like you and they would do a commission exchange thing. Like you don't have to pay for the lead. Um, maybe they've changed it, but back then it was, you don't have to pay for the lead, but if you close a deal, then you have to pay a percentage of your deal as your referral fee, something like that. Yeah. I know there are a bunch of different programs out there right now. Currently, we don't have to pay a referral fee with the OpCityRealtor.com program, oh, cool. uh, which is nice. We also have with our partnered lender that Realtor.com will give a percentage back at closing to a client if they use a McDowell agent, such as myself, and that lender. So there's a bunch of different programs out there, though. That's just one that we use. Yeah. Well, I love that. I, lo- I love the combination of, of that for scale. Do you do any other sort of outbound marketing out there? Do you do mailers, letters, door, like, like canvassing neighborhoods, anything like that? Yeah, I am a big fan of mailers. Um, I'm big into marketing. I love marketing. I take the social media marketing campaigns that we do and I put them into mailers. I mail them mass mailers to certain neighborhoods that we definitely really want to hit and be known in. And um, we have billboards up. We, I love door knocking. I honestly love door knocking. I know people don't like it, but how else are you going to get face-to-face with somebody? Yeah. Real Estate Rockstars, this is Aaron Amuchastegui for a quick commercial break. So during 2020 and 2021, the real estate market completely changed. There's so much competition in the market, so many people trying to buy and sell houses, but there's hardly any supply, hardly any product, hardly anyone willing to list their homes. It's time for every agent out there to become a hybrid agent investor 
to be able to reach out directly to homeowners to try to get them to sell or list their house. We've got a new website. Go to leadpropeller.com and you can set up your own investor buyer website in just minutes. You'll set up your own URL, set up phone numbers, help go through the leads, help reach out to people that aren't listing their pro their property currently and have them fill out a form that says, hey, I want to sell my house. And then as an agent, you can go through and make them a hybrid offer. You can tell them, hey, I think your house would sell for $220,000 on MLS, but I can either write you a $180,000 cash offer right now, or I can help you fix it up and you'll list it for $220,000 on MLS. These are buyers that are looking for quick cash offers. Tens of thousands are submitting these forms every single day and they're skipping the listing process. But so many of you guys out there are such good agents, it's a great opportunity to get that lead and help them maximize sales price for their home. So again, go to leadpropeller.com and think about signing up for your own investor site so buyers will start reaching out to you, asking you to make an offer on their home. It's really like some people are afraid of getting told like no or afraid of the, because the, it is intimidating, right? Yeah. But, but once you are face-to-face -face with them, like you can see there is no better negotiation or no better conversation. Like being able to read body language and see yeah. their face as you're saying things, like you quickly know like, oh, I, I need to go back Total. the other way. Yeah. And you build that relationship and you build that rapport. And that's so much easier to do when you can put a face with a name versus a phone call or a random text. Yeah. So let's talk a few, let's just dig into those strategies for, for a newer agent that hasn't tried it yet. So if you're, how do you choose a zip code? Is it based on a zip code you've done a lot of business in, or is it based on price points? So when you're doing mass mailers, how do you choose that? What does that mailer say? And, and when you first knock on the door, what do you say? So pretty much I pick what I pick, which neighborhoods I want to hit, which neighborhoods I think have the best resale, yeah, the most alluring neighborhoods that people want to be in. So just great and, neighborhoods you drive by, yeah. great houses, yep. everybody loves them. I want to do deals here. And I know that I'm not the only agent hitting them up, but I am the only agent that's going to be sending out. No, I take that back. Not the only agent sending out postcards, but I am the only agent that's going to be sending out authentic postcards. Not just like, oh, I just sold this and here's a picture of my face, but look, this is what I'm going to do for you. And it's a picture of me in, you know, I have to show you. There's a picture of me in a phone and it looks like I'm texting the person. Just different, more creative marketing than the things you see the average agent do. So I send out mailers every few weeks. They get hit with a mailer. We door knock. We go to the houses. We knock on the door. If somebody answers, we just say, hey, we have a client looking in this neighborhood. Do you or... Do you yourself or do you know anybody in this neighborhood that's interested in selling? More often than not, I have that person tell me, oh, well, Bob down the street is interested in selling. He was just talking to me about it. And I go, then I go and I meet up with Bob. Yeah. So you're like, so then when you go to, you knock on that one extra loud. You're like, I'm going to make sure that yeah. I yeah. That give Bob time to come. Yeah. yeah I am. And I, if they, nobody answers, then I leave a mailer hanging a door hanger on their door and I'm just like hey if you know anybody I was here I have buyers and that's not a lie there's buyers everywhere we just yeah. don't have the seller right you're like I have a buyer for your house and they're like who just like it's like no I have a lot of them right like yeah, exactly like yeah. let me see how many let me see what you got in there and I'm sure yeah. that I can match it up yeah more time than any time right that we could we could say that like I've got a, I've got a right. buyer for your house are you are you interested right now because there is it's funny yeah. I, 
the courthouse steps, people are buying foreclosures on the courthouse steps. They're starting to come back a little bit. One of my, one of my businesses um, that I used to do a ton of was I used to buy a ton of foreclosures on the courthouse steps mm-hmm. as fix and flips, right? And then when COVID hit, the sales, the, the amount of sales went way down because of all the moratoriums. But people now are buying them on there like agents are buying there or no, normal yeah. buyers. It's not a huge discount anymore. It's just a house for sale. Like there's right. a, a house sold this last week and it was like, so if it was on MLS, it would be 240 and it sold at auction mm-hmm. for 225. Like all that was, was like 240 minus commissions and somebody yeah. selling a foreclosure, like kind of sight unseen, like they could look in the windows, but that's how crazy the housing market is. It's, it's so crazy. I have an example. I know that, um, here's an example of a postcard that we did and it just says howdy neighbor. And it's a picture of me. And it says, looking for an agent that knows your neighborhood, I live here too. But it's not a normal, it's not my headshot, you know, it's just me. Yeah, it's a, a picture of a lifestyle. Hanging out, yeah. And I had two people call me on that. I sent that in my own neighborhood and I had two people call. Yeah, the, that's a, I'm glad that you were able to show that. And so for people that aren't on YouTube, you can get on the YouTube page and see, see some of that. But I think it's a great example, being able to differentiate yourself as, yeah, I live here too. Uh, or, you know, there's also, everybody has a niche. Everybody has something that they're good at. And so you can find that and tailor your postcard to be that, you know, looking for some people are concerned about being new young agents, right. But you could tailor that to be like looking for someone that that's like excited about doing more business in the neighborhood. Like there's all sorts of uh, things or, or the experiences. So you do that combination. So you are, you're actually sending out the mailers, you're door knocking in neighborhoods, Plus you're doing, um, you know, paid referral stuff. When you do the paid referral stuff, is it the same neighborhoods or do you do more broad stretches of it? Pretty much the same neighborhoods. It varies, honestly. Yeah, it varies. It depends what marketing campaign we're going with. I really do love marketing and I love being different. I notice a lot of agents just do what other agents are doing. And there's, you need to be yourself. You need to be authentically yourself and market you. People want to buy with a friend. They don't want to buy with, you know, just a face. They want to buy with somebody who has a personality and can bring value to the table. Yeah. How did you become a team leader? Right. Like as you, as you got into that process, because it was, because you kind of spoke about when you, when you changed brokerages, Mm -hmm. it sounded like a quick process to that. Was it a quick process or, and what's it like to, what's, what's it like to be a leader? It was a quick process. I joined McDowell and honestly, I just found a a place that I can call home. Very supportive and just give enormous opportunity. So that my brokerage is located in Cleveland, which is about 40-ish miles up north from where I am. And I would make the commute every single day to go up to Cleveland. And I went to my brokers one day and I said, you know what? I could really use an office down in Akron. And I was like, just, it doesn't have to be, it could be a cubicle. Like, I don't care what it is. I just need anything. And we came, they came down, they toured a bunch of different buildings and we ended up getting one and they didn't just rent it for me. They bought it for me. So when I say that they support, they really do. And so when that happened, I was like, you know what? I can have a team here. I've always had that entrepreneurial mindset. Um, I work better with people, not for people. So that's the atmosphere that I wanted. And I've grown my team very organically. People have come to me and asked and that I really like, I have a good group of girls that work for me with that's, me. That's an me. incredible ownership, right? Like some incredible owners, incredible people to work for that. They saw, they saw something in you that said, let's invest big and let's see how, 
you know, what yeah. Courtney can do, right? Yeah. That worked as two things. They gave you space to be able to grow and also the design, like then you, yeah. then you wanted to grow like for them and with them and for yourself. A hundred percent. I was like, I can never, I've never had that amount of support in a career choice of mine. And we have this beautiful office building. We're on a lake in Akron. I'm staring at the water right now as we speak. It's just I couldn't be where I am without them. And it's so important to find a brokerage that supports you. Yeah. Hey, real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui and I'm interrupting myself to bring you this commercial break from one of our sponsors. And I know, I know you guys would much rather listen to the content and not the ads and not the sponsors, but this is one that I'm actually super, super excited with. You know, so many of the realtors that we interview on the show, they talk about how much systems are important and how much follow-up is important. And I'm really, really excited about our new sponsor. There's somebody I've been looking at for a long time. And when they reached out to me, I said, yes, we have to be able to do this deal. So that sponsor is Follow-Up Boss. You know, on an interview last week with agent Mark McGuire, I asked him what his favorite software and what his favorite system was. And he said it was Follow-Up Boss. And then he went on for another three or four minutes to talk about why Follow-Up Boss was the best CRM he uses. So there's a lot of superstars out, out there that use Follow-Up Boss. Some of the stats they gave me, Robert Slack, 1.5 billion team in Florida, number one in the US. He uses Follow-Up Boss to get a 400% ROI on his massive paid lead spend. Deborah Beagle, co-owner of the Ashton Group in Nashville, uses Follow-Up Boss to guarantee the agents who join her team get two homes under contract in the first 90 days. That's a big guarantee for new agents. Barry Jenkins of the, your friends in real estate uses Follow-Up Boss to automate everything so his team can produce 200 million on 25 hour work weeks. All right, so here's an offer. You guys are gonna get this special for being Real Estate Rockstars listeners. Now I've, I've used Follow-Up Boss. We've actually used it in our non-real estate businesses as well because it's so good at being able to set timers, set automatic texting and emailing, and what do, what do you know, best name ever, Follow-Up. So here's what we got. For Real Estate Rockstars listeners, get a 30-day free trial. That's normally 14 days. So in order to get this, you go followupboss.com forward slash rockstars. So again, followupboss.com, just like it sounds, forward slash rockstars. Go there, get your 30-day free trial, and check it out, especially if you aren't using any systems or any CRMs yet. This will be a great one for you to start with. All right, everybody, thanks again. Now back to our show. What's one thing you wish you would have known when you first became an agent that you know now? Probably that, that the support matters. Yeah. I had support. I was with my in-laws brokerage, but I didn't know what I didn't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I didn't know that there was this other brokerage out there that would um, buy a building for me and set me up for success and you know, help me train my agents and how to have a healthy, happy team. And that really matters. It's kind of like, I've, I've heard this a lot lately. It's been sticking with me a lot lately of like, it's, it's a saying like, good is the, uh, is the opposite of great, or like keeps people from being great, like good enough. Like, yeah. oh, no, I ha- like I had a good broker, right? Yeah. You, you never had to know what a great broker was or never had the opportunity to figure out what a great broker oh, yeah. is if it's good enough. There's teams that are like, oh, we're doing good enough. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Like we're making just enough profits to not like, it's okay if we only get th- you know 75% of our goals hit, like we're doing pretty good and like pretty good and good, like stops people from becoming great. 
I love that. That's 100% true. Without the resources that they have provided to me, I couldn't have had as fast track success. I think I could have gotten there for sure. I have the mindset I would have gotten there. It just happened faster because of them. Yeah. So one of the things that we ask a lot of our people that we interview is can they submit something to like our toolbox? So if people go to hybendigital.com, they can go sign up for the there's a the link at the top that says toolbox. You sign up for the toolbox and everybody that we interview kind of provides something, put something in there. What do you have for that? So I submitted my social media guide. It's called Let's Get Social. And um, you want me to talk about it for a minute? Yeah. Tell us, like, tell okay. us like, what are people going to see when they go get that? Yeah. So for me, my whole thing is people, like I said, they want to buy with a friend and your brand, your face, your face is your brand. So you need to get that out there. You need to get your quirks out there. If you are an agent that loves real estate and loves cats, okay, that's fantastic. You know, take a picture of your cat with your listing sign. Do something that sets you apart and uh, people can relate to. So you are your brand. Social media is your handshake from us to our clients and it's free. It doesn't make any sense to me why there are still agents now that don't use social media or aren't consistent on it because the return is great. Sure. You know, you're going to be posting and posting and posting. You're not going to get water the same day you dig the well, but it will eventually turn. Yeah. So one thing that I would absolutely recommend, and you'll see it in this, is that on your social media page, when I look at your page, do I know what you do? There are tons of social media pages. I can pull up a Facebook page and it's a picture of a cat as a profile picture and a sunset. And there's nothing on there. I have no idea that you're a realtor. I have no clue. It needs to be in your name, in your handle, in your bio, in your cover photo. You are the only person that is going to like market yourself. Yeah. So you might as well. And it's free. Yeah. And it's free. Yeah. Another thing that I definitely recommend when you're getting started or you want to ramp up your social media is choose three to five things that re- that you relate to and post those consistently. So it doesn't have to just be real estate. If you look at my page, I have real estate. I have pictures of my face. I have pictures of my kids. I have quotes. And then I have, um, hold on, I'm forgetting one. Oh, beverages. I like to take a picture of like, if I'm out at a new brewery in Akron, I'll take a picture of a beer and I'll post it. So I rotate those uh, three to five categories all the time. And you can see that when you look at my page, but it's consistent. Yeah. A consistent and a simple process. You know, it's just like your simple process at the beginning of sending a a simple message out that says like, Hey, celebrate with me. Yeah. I, I just got licensed. It's literally that easy. You're not going to get anything you don't ask for. So you just need to ask for it. And the magic really is in the consistency. When you keep pouring yourself, it doesn't see, it seems, you know, people get so discouraged. They're like, well, I only have a hundred followers. Well, that's a hundred people that saw that you just sold this house. That's a hundred more people than if you didn't post that you sold the house. Yeah. And another thing I'll tell you is I don't care. I tell the girls on my team this. One of them closed a house. It was 650000 It was a historic home in Akron. It was beautiful. I told her, post it, post it, post it. I don't care if you sold it last month. I don't care if you sold it last week. You still sold the house. So even though you sold it last year, you can post it next weekend. 
and post a different part of it. Post the bathroom. If the bathroom looked great, you know, you still sold the house. Advertise for yourself. Yeah. And then one of the other things that I would just say is I heard this quote and I love this quote. It's if Zillow is doing a better job at staying in touch with your past clients, there's a problem. And it's so easy to do on social media. You can friend request every single client, acknowledge their life events, their birthdays, their anniversaries, their home anniversaries. A client of mine from last year just had a baby last week and I texted her and I was like, oh my gosh, congratulations. Can I send you dinner? I said she wanted Jimmy John's. I sent them Jimmy John's. And it was just a little thing saying, holy crap, you bought a house last year. You had a baby this year. Congrats. Have a sandwich. Like yeah. she's going to remember me. Yeah. The uh, So one challenge I think people have with social media is they get worried that it's they get deeper and deeper into social media. They can't actually do work anymore. Right. Like it's almost like it's, it's tough to actually get work done. Yeah. If they're so deep in social media and you have a bunch of checklists there. Do you like time block it? Do you do it once a day? Do you do it lots of times throughout the day? How do you like, how can you, cause it sounds like you're doing a great job. I'm looking at your social media, seeing that interaction. Mm-hmm. I think you're crushing that. How do you make sure that you, uh, that you don't live inside there? It definitely can be hard because, yeah. you know, social media is like a, a vortex. You get sucked in. It's a top. It's, it. Like I, get, I get caught up in there uh, oh myself my and I know that I'm, and I'm like the ultimate, like yeah. when I'm coaching people, like, no, like don't, fo- don't have distractions, like focus, you'll get a bunch done. But I love getting sucked into the vortex too. I'm just as guilty. Of it's it. hard. It's re- it really is hard. Uh, one thing I do plan out my posts a lot and I, on the top of my Google calendar every day, I have like post a quote post a photo and it just reminds me okay hop on it's set for 5 30 every morning hop on post it and then hop back off yeah i do spend a good amount of time in my instagram stories just documenting what i'm doing throughout the day that to me needs to happen every single day people want to see what you're up to they want to see the houses you're going through it doesn't need to be a post it doesn't need to be the pressure to be the perfect post but just if you go out to eat somewhere, tag the location. Let people know you're a market expert in your neighborhood. You just had an amazing bowl of soup over here. You know, there's so many different ways you can use it. You just have to really be diligent. Yeah. Social media has really, I mean, real estate is such a personal business, right? right? Like anybody that you do business with in real estate, it is so personal to where they, they want to know you. And social media has made it so much easier, I think, on and it's affected a lot of different businesses, but I think it has really helped agents so much because so much of that learning to trust somebody, you know, I interview guys that are really big on YouTube when they said, by the time they get the call, people are like, I already know you by the time there's so many people that I've like had so many conversations with on Instagram that before I interview them or before I talk to them, I feel like I know them already. Like I think social media has made so much of that easier. And uh, yeah. And as long as people have the, have the energy to try it. Right or the, the, the and you don't you don't have to be big on every platform. I think you should be present on every platform, but everyone has their own niche. I personally am much more interactive and popular, for lack of better words, on Facebook. I get the majority of my stuff comes from Facebook, Facebook versus Instagram, but I'm still consistent on Instagram. Yeah, you- I'll say. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I will say this too. I have noticed 
if you get on Instagram now, it's much more instead of it used to be a photo app. It's much more of a video app now. So if you're not making reels or even TikToks and taking them from TikTok and putting them on Instagram, you should try it. It's awkward. It's awkward at first, but it's definitely you. When you scroll, you'll notice it's mostly videos. That's what everyone's doing. Yeah. That is a big change that we've seen over the last year or the search mm-hmm. inside the search yeah. feature in there too. If you're going to like look up an agent's name, it mm-hmm. are, it has a whole bunch of, you know, before you even hit anything, there's like a whole bunch of popular reels and it's 90% videos that are in there. It's a great point um, that it's actually really been changing. The Do you use the CRM to track your, to keep track of people? We do. We use follow up boss. Yeah. Follow up boss is one of our, they're, they're our CRM sponsor for this podcast actually. Oh, nice. Yeah. So they're, they've, uh, they've had a big year partnering with us and the, and more often than not, that's, that's the answer that I'm hearing is follow-up boss and the, yeah. have you found a good one to interact with your social media people yet? Or is that, is that still just no. like yourself to text people back and forth? It's still, it's still on me. I, I will say we used sync and we switched from sync to follow boss. I do like follow-up boss better just because it, you can text from the app and things like that. Um, it's just a little more convenient for me when it comes to the people on social media, though, I still think it's that they need that authentic communication. Yeah. Need the quick reminder. There's no quick, easy way to do it. And those, the social media is so worried about, um, security, right? Like I could see why that's going to stop so many apps from being able to integrate properly. Cause if if we ever try to have, you know, somebody be able to help with posts or anything like that, it's always like, we're shut down your account again. You've had two logins. No, same, same place. Yeah. They don't make they don't make planning easy. Is part of your stuff yeah. you put the toolbox like that calendar? Like, are you recommending? Like, do you have anything in there that says like do photos, which whichever? I totally can. I can send you. I have one. Yeah, um, yeah. I would I love can. it if you have if you have a, a calendar like what yeah, you use in, in your Google that you could share with listeners. Yeah. I think I think that the um, I mean, so many people lately. I definitely believe in social as just a huge thing, and I think it still gets intimidating for people to get started. But so yeah. many people can go like, yes, consistency is key. You got to do something every day for the next 60 days. And if there's a little plan that makes it easier, like that's, that's so, so huge for people. So I, and I can show it to you. I have this, it's a, just a social media content calendar, but then I have mine underneath. So you can see exactly what it is. So I have post a picture of your face on Monday, Tuesday, post a quote, Wednesday, post a house, Thursday, post pets or kids. Photos of faces get 38% more likes and interaction than photos without. And if your face is your brand, it just only makes sense to post it. Yeah. That, so, is, that is some really, really good info. So the, so what is, what's your goal for this next year? Okay. My goal is 25 million. I, we did 14 million last year. My goal is 25 million this year. I have, I'm, I have high hopes. I think we're going to do it. Yeah. How many in the first, how much you do? Um, in the first two months we have 5 million. Okay. So I think we'll, I think we'll hit that. I'm hoping so. That's a lot of pluses and a big increase. Like you're talking like that, that's your goal at a $250,000 average price point, right? Isn't that what you said? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. How many people on your team? Uh, right now, I have three full-time agents. I have an agent that just had a baby, and then I have another agent who's actually, she just took her test yesterday, so she hasn't started yet. Awesome. So you're, 
you're a team within a brokerage. You're a team that kind of has your own office within a brokerage. Are you responsible for like admin stuff and like transaction coordinators? Like, how do you like tell people a little bit about like running a business, like, and and the things that maybe we don't talk about enough on here about like, how did you set up your business? How do you organize it? That sort of thing. Yeah. So we do have an admin. Her name is Rachel. She's fantastic. Anytime we get a deal under contract, once it's fully executed, we submit it to her and she sends everything out to the uh, to title and to the other agent and to the lender. And that really helps this. It really helps us because we can take more time to go meet more people then instead of doing so much of the back work. And then, you know, if there's a situation within the contract or whatever, we we still make those changes, but she handles everything off the bat for us. So we do have an admin and we do have an ISA. So she answers. It's not always possible to answer your phone when a lead comes through. So if we miss it, she will answer it for us, set the appointment for us, scrub them, see, you know, are you pre-approved? Do you need to talk to a lender? Do you have an agent? A lot of people just don't even know how it works, honestly. And then she'll set the appointment for us and we'll meet them. That's great. Do you share leads with your team? Do you guys have, do. You guys have it like a team? Like, as, is, it a, is it a rotating system when stuff is coming in or how does that work? So I don't, I personally don't take leads. I just work my sphere. I give everything out to the team. If it's an ISA lead and she answers the phone because we missed it, she puts it in, a, we have a group me that we're just chatting in and she'll put it in there and just say, she never says the price because I don't want cherry picking. She says the area and the day. Can somebody show, you know, Akron at 10 o'clock on Saturday and then whoever claims it first to claim it gets it. That's a brilliant little caveat there, right? But the no price, like who wants to show, who, who can do a showing this weekend? Because I'll tell you, I I had a lead that came in. It was $65,000. Sure, I would much rather have a $300,000 lead. Uh, Who wouldn't? But I still worked that client and I've gotten four referrals for over a million dollars total from that one person. So because I took the time and I worked it, I don't care. You know, a, a lead is a lead. A client's a client. A lead is a lead and a client is a client. And sometimes with newer agents, you got to teach them that, right? They have to figure that out along the way. I just finished interviewing a gal that was talking about, you know, she loves starting with helping people write leases, right? Like, like the smallest commission ever, like I'm going to help them get a lease for their house because eight months later, I'm going to reach out to them and say, Hey, are you ready to buy a house now? Let's get you qualified. You've only got four months left in your lease. And then four, four or five years later, that's going to become a listing when she actually, sure. so it's like, she writes a lease for him, buys a house. When she buys the house, she hands them a listing presentation and says, save this in a few years when you're ready to sell, we're going to review it. And the, and kind of gets it in their mind. And I remembered years ago, we had, uh, we'd represented both sides of a deal. We, it was a house that we were an invest, investor on and the people sold it a few years later with, with a different agent. And I, and I said, why did you I was kind of surprised. It was like, yeah. I'm surprised you sold that. I'm surprised you didn't reach out to us. And they go, oh, we didn't know that you actually listed houses for other people. We thought you only did it for your invest, your investment stuff. And I was like, oh, sometimes it is, it's just as simple as telling somebody yeah. when they buy the house, like when they yeah. rent the house, cool, let me help you with this. And maybe later I'll help you buy one. Oh, let me help you buy this one. And maybe later I'll help you sell this one when you want to move. Yeah. Up. Yeah. I, yeah. That's crazy. I, that's a great idea. It's little niches like that, though, that she's going to build her whole business from. 
Yeah. So being willing to take any deal, any customer. And, and those clients become your friends and they refer you to so many people and it gets your name out there because you're going to give the same customer service, no matter what the price point. Yeah. Real estate is a long game. And if you treat everybody like it is a long game and to, and today this is who they are, but someday this is who they are or who their friendships are. I just hate seeing, um, when I was, uh, Years ago, I was like super young out of college. I was a home builder and I would go tour these home building communities. At that time, it was like, you know, you go walk through model homes and we would come in as, as young people and people, there were some people wouldn't even get out of their chair. They would look at my wife and I and go, oh, these kids are too young. They're not going to ever buy a house. And they don't even get out of their chair. They're like, go ahead, walk through. We don't even, yeah. I don't even want your contact information. I don't even need your name or number, like no interaction. And then later you get somebody that's like, so exciting and wants to get the content. So we're like, okay, so he's the one that we're going to, you know, we want to work with as we're yeah. doing this stuff. And it's so funny when you think about that, I'm amazed how many uh, professionals in the real estate business will say, I'm too good for that lead. I'm too, yeah. good, for that. I'm too good for that. Too small of a house, too big of a house, whatever. Like, no, blows- I'm not going to waste my time on that one. Yeah. It, it really blows my mind. You can't, I mean, a client is a client. Yeah. I don't care about the price. So yeah, I don't, I don't, the ISA does not put the price in there. She just puts the location. She puts the time and date and then whoever claims it gets it. And they work that lead. They, they do have the leads coming straight to their phones though. So it's not like I have to answer them and pass them out. They go straight to their cell phones. Sounds like you're building a really awesome team there. So you're still in production, but any of the lead generating stuff you're, you're given to, to them, you're rotating through the system and as you get to keep growing. Yeah. And that's, I guess that's how you hit those crazy numbers, right? Like you can't, yeah. as an individual agent at $250,000 an average price point, you're not going to hit those numbers by yourself. No. Right? You're going to hit, you're going to hit it as a team. And if you help build that team up and they get excited to grow. Exactly. And I just, I never wanted in my whole thought of making a team, I never wanted it to be about me at all. I wanted it to be about showing these people, look, this is what you can get from having a career. You know, I was a stay-at-home mom before I decided to do real estate. So I'm completely understanding we all have kids. If you need to bring your kid to the meeting, bring your kid to the meeting. I'll hold a baby. You know, I don't have any problem with that. I'm just really down to earth about it, but I still have expectations. I expect them to sell a certain amount. I expect them, you know, to follow a certain protocol because we have a reputation to uphold. Yeah. This has been... um so much value in this interview. I think there were so many things we went through that are literally a how-to where you're like, if you do this, this will happen. If you do this, this will happen. We got to talk about easy social media outreach. We got to talk about the customized postcard, the door knocking conversations, Mm -hmm. so much fun stuff. Any last things you want to make sure that people hear any, any following thoughts or, or just, and how, how should people get a hold of you? So you can find me on social media, Facebook, Courtney Hatfield, Instagram, Courtney Hatfield, dot realtor i'm on tiktok i do have a steady following on tiktok i have a good time there so you can find me anywhere and also email me at courtney hatfield at mcdhomes.com and let's make some friends and referrals yeah awesome courtney the i'm sure people will reach out thank you so much for coming on especially as a listener that my you know my favorite part of the interview said when you were driving to get to take your test you were listening <laughs> to the podcast and saying someday I'm going to be on there and today you you helped so many listeners uh, you know oh. add to the, add to what they're doing and so many people that are thinking about their getting their license or on their way to getting their license to show that in just a few years 
you can be building this huge team with a lot of success and you can definitely be an expert in your field. So thank you again so much for coming on. Thank you. It's been fun. All right. Real estate rock stars. Thanks for listening. All right. Real estate rock stars. This is Aaron Muchastegui jumping in again to thank you for listening to the show. Hopefully you guys loved listening to that one. And I want to make sure that you know about all of the extra resources that we have. And also we need your help. They say podcasts are free. You get to listen to podcasts for free. But what is the cost of that podcast? I would say if I could beg you to pay anything for that podcast, I would say the cost of the podcast is going and giving a review. So whether you download it on Google or Apple or YouTube or anywhere else, please go give us a review. Say what you liked, what you didn't like. It helps us get better guests. The more reviews, the higher we get in the rankings. Right now, we are the biggest podcast out there for real estate agents. And we want to keep that spot because we know there's lots of podcasts out there. So go give us a review. Also, be sure to go to hybendigital.com. If you liked any of the resources that those real estate agents talked about, we've got a huge video vault of those resources for free. Every penny that comes on the podcast that we interview, they give us something that helps them get their deals or helps them work with their clients. And we put that in the toolbox in our vault for you. So go to hybendigital.com and you can get it. If you're looking for real estate education, go to rebusuniversity.com. We have all sorts of courses in there to help agents succeed in real estate. How to get the listing, how to negotiate deals, you know, how to become an investor, all sorts of different stuff, rebusuniversity.com. And if you want to chat with me, go find me on Instagram. If you come find me on Instagram, you can send me messages. Tell me what you want to hear. Tell me what you liked, what you didn't like. We try to put a bunch of content out there too. You can find me in two different places. It's at rerockstars.com for our Real Estate Rockstars page or at erinamuchastegui.com for my personal Instagram page where I can chat with you about all sorts of different things. Thanks for listening. We'll see you again soon. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.